back, fellow Zeros. We're here. You're here. Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that needs real friends or a therapist. It's a good one. I think that I was so. actually... I, I, I couldn't... It was in the running. Yeah. It, it was going to be my honorable mention, but I couldn't find the quote. Yep. I wasn't going to go back and watch this thing again. Yeah. That's why you got to buy it. You can just rewind. Well, you yeah. bought it, right? I did. Ooh. <laughs> I'll watch it again. Smart. We've jumped the shark. You don't even know what we're talking about. We're talking about the movie Bloodshot. I'm Joe. You've been listening to me give you an intro for like 190 times now. We're back. You can't stop us. It took a little bit of time. But we're here, and joining me are Corey, the podcast where the early results were suboptimal. Yeah, not wrong. Episode one was rough. And sequel. The podcast that just won't fucking die. Very appropriate, guys. Good job. Yeah, we found a couple of really (laughs) apropos quotes in this movie. Sorry. Of all the noise... (laughs) That we have to worry about. You throwing your phone onto the couch is not one of them. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Perfect. I'm hoping it's not audible, but in case you can hear it, we're having the ZTH comeback party. It's going on outside. It's very loud. People are singing karaoke, but the show must go on, so that's why we're in here. Fergie is pumping right now. Yeah. You should have been here. <laughs> really should have seen about 15 minutes ago when uh, Justin Bieber came on. Sequel almost left the table. I almost got in my car and went oh, Left the table. I heard something else. Hmm. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so since we've been gone, we've... Since... Actually... <laughs> <laughs> it was It was sequel! It was sequel! a song that's not playing. <laughs> Hashtag triggered. All right. Oh, this will be my last podcast. <laughs> it is hot in here. <laughs> you got that light right behind you, too, so you're... Uh... Yeah, Mood lighting. It's going to be fun for Joe to edit later. That's, I'm going to leave most of this in. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. We're back. I'm yeah. easing myself back in. I love it. So I have an email back from March, which I was supposed to read after our Iron Man 3 episode, but we recorded too early and then had to take that huge break for, you know, a couple weeks. It's from Raul, our friend. Raul writes, hello, Zero. Oh, he sent a ZTHpodcast at gmail.com, by the way. Boom. Boom. Raul writes... Hello, Zeros. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I love Iron Man 3. I know I'm in the minority. I can't believe that all of you guys put the movie in the bottom bracket of all MCU movies. For me, personally, it's two half. I really enjoy seeing... I really enjoy seeing Tony dealing with his demons and working together with the kid. Iron Man 3 is one of those movies that I watch whenever it's on. I respect it. Sure. I think it's the second best Iron Man movie. I Every know. movie is someone's favorite yeah. movie. I don't think this is his favorite movie, but I don't want to speculate. Your wife likes it a lot. It's fine. Hopefully, you're hearing us read your email from like three months ago. Yeah, hopefully, he didn't give up on us. Yeah. We'll, we'll I didn't mean, give up on you. He liked our Facebook post today, so I don't think oh, he okay, gave cool. up on us. Very cool. I feel like we might get a surge here. Fingers Every, crossed. Everybody's going to see that ZTH pop up and they're going to be like, oh, well, shit. ZTH is trending. Whoa. <laughs> we've been gone a while, so we've probably been watching a couple of things here and there, as you might have guessed. I guess we'll get into that because this has the potential to be a very long segment. I think we're going to shorten it. Shore it up so we can talk about Bloodshot and leave here in under two hours. But yeah, let's kick it over to sequel first. All right, first thing I want to talk about is The Last Dance. Did any of you watch it? Is that the new one with... That's the Michael Jordan That's one, That's the right? Michael Jordan doc. Oh, I did not watch that one yet. I watched one episode of it. It's the greatest sports documentary series ever. It's so good. It's No one's had that kind of access, and it's Michael Jordan's always going to be relevant in our lifetime, and it's so many behind-the-scenes... Things that the camera crew had so much access to. And just looking at Jordan's life as a player was, like, incredible. It's on Netflix, right? Was uh, it on it's Netflix? going to be on Netflix. It was an they ESPN on... thing. It was an ESPN thing. Netflix Kyle, filmed it. Kyle, do okay. you agree? Was it awesome? I would say it was very enjoyable. It was also very long, though. Well, it's ten episodes. It was episodes. ten episodes, yeah. Ten hours. But it was very good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Good. 
I'm hoping that picked you up. Otherwise, to summarize, Kyle thought it was very good and enjoyable. Kyle's my roommate. The only thing I think that could top it at this point is if there was a camera crew following, following around Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady for the last couple of years because it's like a story I kind of want to see. <laughs> yeah, that would be an interesting story. Yes. There's a lot of controversy there, too. Which is why it would be so compelling. Yeah. Um, I watched season four of 13 Reasons Why the day it came out and finished it the next day. How'd that go for you? It's so different from the first season. And so many things they did were like borderline offensive, especially considering the time. Mm -hmm. So I guess it was topical, but they filmed it like a year before it became like really topical. So it's just really strange and, and bizarre, but it's kind of like... I watched the first three seasons. This was the last one. I had to finish it. But if you've watched the show, stop after season one. It doesn't get any better. Okay. Yeah, season one is just tops. It's really well done. Yes. Season two was had some moments, and I never saw three or four. The message that you sent saying that you were typing out to your sister what happened to all the characters, and you had to just stop and look at it and start laughing because yeah. of how ridiculous it was. It was incredibly <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> want to know what happens to all the characters if you don't plan to watch the show i'll tell you guys like off offline sure all right um and lastly today i watched uh the king of staten island the pete i i really wanted to see that can't wait to watch this movie i actually paid the 20 bucks to rent it i thought that was absurd to rent it and that's been the thing they're like a lot i love that they're like putting out like new releases on the services like to buy or like for rentals right I don't like the fact that I have to spend twenty dollars. Well, it. here's the thing: like most people go to the movies like with their family. Yeah, it like, would have been twenty dollars a person. Exactly. Yeah, but for well, but us, t- the ticket isn't twenty. I would I would pay fifteen because that's around like the max price of a ticket for you. But if you watched it with two other people, it's like forty five bucks. But so it's fifteen each. Getting... Right. I get, okay, I get what you're saying. But now, <laughs> if like all three of us sat down in a room and put five dollars on a table, we're in. But then, who's getting the money? Because, like, I assume it's just, like, Amazon and the service is making most of that, and the studio is not seeing enough of it. Maybe? I, I don't know. I don't know. It, I don't it's know just one of those that. things where it's, like, it feels... And we're so used to, Am, like, renting things on Amazon for $3, right. $4. Like, it, it seems... It's, like, hard to click the button on $20. But it is a movie yeah, that I, I really you. do want to see. I haven't been to the movies in months, obviously. So I was like, okay, it's my off Friday. I usually go to the movies on my off Friday. I'm watching a new release. And this yes. is one I... Like, if none of this was going on and everything was normal, I would have saw this today anyway. So yeah. It, yeah. it, it kind of fit. Yeah, I would have gone. Um, I would have been there with you. Yeah, it was it was okay. It was all right. I'm not the biggest Pete Davidson fan. It was kind of funny. I didn't know Steve Buscemi was in it. That was like a, like a pleasant like surprise. It was kind of like... It hits you in the feels a little bit, and um, they made Marissa Tomei look like much older, which was like I for a solid. Is that his mom? Yeah, yeah. for a solid yeah. like twenty minutes, my I was going back and forth if it was her or not. So, I mean, good. It's it's maybe she finally aged. No, they they kind of made her up a little bit, oh, okay. like, especially her hairstyle in this. But it's funny going from like hot Aunt May to like mom of Pete Davidson. It's totally on Staten different. Island. I yeah. mean. <laughs> I think that I watched a like an HBO first look about like on it, what twenty five minutes, half hour little thing they did in between movies on HBO, right? Um, and based off of that, I'm like, this movie's gonna be incredibly interesting for me. It's definitely gonna be like in my wheelhouse, a little off kilter, comedic, like black comedy. It's solid. Or dark it's, humor, I should say, is probably a is a, is a better way of describing it. It feels like an A twenty four movie. It has an indie feel, but yes. Judd, Judd Apatow did it, and it's definitely kind of big budget. Yeah. Oh, and I believe yeah. that. But like, just that feel. Like I. Mm-hmm. It definitely I love looks indie. Yeah. I saw when I, when I was sold when I first saw like an ad on YouTube or something for it, and it said like coming to digital direct, and I was like, awesome. So they they know that this isn't gonna get better soon and they're just gonna f- go with it and I like, was like that yep. tom hanks greyhound movie is only available on apple tv that was supposed to be like total oscar bait really yeah it's a little early was... for oscar bait well they're releasing it now this oh it was supposed to be later <laughs> yep oh. anywho i'll stop there i'll have plenty more over the next few weeks though fair enough dole it out keep the people wanting more <laughs> Corey, what do you got i'm actually gonna do most of the tv things i've watched okay. over this uh 
last couple months. I went and rewatched the first three and finally watched the season four of Rick and Morty. Nice. You've never seen them? No, I watched seasons one through three. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I rewatched, re-watched. One, through, okay. one through three and I watched season four. Um, the season four, the current one? Yes. I actually haven't that, like, seen it yet. Yeah, I've seen. I saw the first one. I just I binged the first three. I binged. Were, the, yeah, I binged. I binged the first three because we started talking about it on the show. And I was like, I gotta watch it so I know what the hell people are talking yeah. about. But rewatching it, rebinging it, really with Pam, she was like, I don't like this show. I was like, just give it a minute. And I just like turned the next one on. And she's like, No, I really don't like this show. I was like, Just give it a minute. And I turn on the next one. By You're the not time, listening like, to me, <laughs> By the time season three started, she was like, all right, I get it. And like... It took three seasons. It took two seasons. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. But it, I like... Me re-watching it this time, I like was so much more into it right out the gate. Like the, the couple, first couple episodes, I was kind of like whatever about. I was so much more into this time around. Which you get, I really you get more out of it every time. It's one of those shows. Yeah, it really is. So are you up to date season four? Yeah. Has Evil Morty made an appearance yet? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. I have not seen any of season four yet. That's like the one, right? That's the storyline that's the most compelling to me. It and really is a really interesting storyline. I guess the, I guess, was it the Rick Morty and Candidate? Whatever the title was of the that. The Rick Cherian Candidate, the, I think? The Rick Cherian Candidate was a Rick Lantis adventure because he never went oh, to Atlanta. Yeah. I think it's that one. Um... That is one of the greatest episodes of television I've ever seen any show ever. Like, it was, I was so fucking good. Again, watching it again, I loved it that much more. It was great. Uh, yeah, he. I think he. It's not. He's not in it as much as I would like. I want them to focus on it more than they are. They're just teasing us. Yeah. It's like that overarching storyline, but every week, it's just. It's not monster of the week because it's Rick and Morty, but yeah. well, technically it is monster of the week because it's Rick and Morty. Because it's right. Rick and Morty. It's gonna be really interesting if like we go if like I go back and rewatch season four at some point and like he's actually just in the background and like he's always been there. He's just always there. exactly. He's just always there. Well, in three he left off. He was president of the Citadel. Yes. So I don't know where his life has gone since then. I, honestly, that was one of the best reveals in television I've ever seen. I did not see amazing. that shit coming. Uh, amazing. I was like, holy shit. Get about that one episode. Yeah, or... he's one random episode. So good. Um, I watched True Detective season one. Skip season one entirely. What? Yeah, huh? I start. Oh, I heard okay. that that was the good one. That it is, is the, the good one. Super, oh, okay. It was probably the best one. It season is two is bad. Staggeringly better than two and three. I liked season three. Three's good. Three's good, but season one, like n- the other two, will never hold a candle. Season one is just incredible. Is that one Mahershala Ali? That's three. Season That's three, three is Mahershala okay. Ali. One is uh, Woody Harrelson and McConaughey. Okay. And, and they are two of the most compelling television characters I've seen in a long time. I am so interested in everything that's happening on screen the entire time. Like, it, it grabbed me by the balls right out of the gate, Ooh. and I just could not get, like, I couldn't tear my eyes away. I loved it. And then I just this week rewatched. Uh, the Joker because it's on HBO, and I still fucking love that movie. Oh, the movie, the movie. I like it more now than I did when I first. I think I may do because I brace myself for the uncomfortable moments, and I just kind of appreciate everything else. I, I watched it a couple of times because yeah. it's been on HBO. I have not watched it. It's again. so easy. It's it's so nice that it's on HBO because it's just so easy to just get to it. In case you've had a hard day at work, you want to come home and just watch some Joker. Yeah. Really bring that mood up. (laughs) (laughs) I started watching The Wire. I'm not sure if I'm going to finish it. I did too. Did you guys realize... Okay. Did you guys realize that McNulty from The Wire is the villain from Punisher Warzone? No. No. Because he is. Fuck. And that was weird hell to find out. Uh, It it took me by surprise in episode one when Michael B. Jordan showed up. Oh, yeah. Michael B. is... Yeah. He's so young in that show. He is so young. Um... I'm at the end of season one in that, and I'm not sure if I'm going to keep going. I watched two episodes, and then they took it off. Not HBO. Mm. So I was done watching it, apparently. I, I, I apologize. Corey, keep going just based on what I hear. Like, two through, like, four is, like, amazing television. Okay. Like, I've started season one so many different times because I'm like, I'm going to do this. I just can't get into it. Yeah. But, like, I really want to. It, it's... I, I keep... 
I would keep getting to the end of an episode and like huffing like, okay, I'll watch another one. Not like... Find the wire. Like, not like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. How many, which, how many episodes is season one? I think it's like 10, maybe? Yeah, I think I'm in a season, episode eight of hour, season one. So like, long? I'm almost there. Yeah, it's an hour long. That's the, that's the hardest part for me. Like, it's interesting, but it's very long. Like, it feels like an hour. I think the other thing to me is like, it, yeah, the characters are cool. The acting is good. The story is pretty interesting. I just don't see where it can go. Like... It hasn't aged that well. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like... I, I can't imagine the story going anywhere. So, like, I, I mean, I want to... I guess I'll find out, right? Yeah. Um, and then my last new TV thing is I finally got around to watching The Watchmen. Okay. I started that, too. And then I was like, you know what? This is on way too late. Because it was when it first launched. And I'm tired all the time. I'm just going to binge it when I can. It's on Hulu now. Yep. Um... I heard it's awesome. It's it, it episode one. I was like, I talked about it on the show actually. Episode one, I didn't grab me. I was like, eh, maybe I'll keep going. And then I lost HBO, so I couldn't keep going. Uh, now I'm one or two episodes from the end of the. Uh, and this is all there is, right? Did yeah, it's it. canceled. No, I think ended? it was just meant to or be a miniseries. Yeah, okay. it was supposed to be one and done. Um, two episodes away, and it is fucking fascinating. And I don't know how they, like, they talk about things, like, it, it's wrapped around um, Tulsa. Like, the whole show is wrapped around... The city? Yeah, the city okay. of Tulsa, uh, which is where Black Wall Street was, and, like, that really famous thing that, um, like, that really famous massacre that, like, people are, that don't study history are, like, starting to, like, learn about right now. So it's, like... All right, all right. HBO and The Watchmen being like two years ahead of, ahead of things, so that it's it's actually, it's it's riveting, and like the, the hints that you see from the actual movie Watchmen are really cool. Pam just keeps being like, I don't understand any of this. Do you? Are you getting any of this? I'm like, I'm getting every, fucking thing. Do you not remember seeing The Watchmen? She's like, Nope. I'm like, all right, good talk. Turned it up. <laughs> Turned it. And that's all I got for this week, Joe. All right. I have a list, and I'm kind of just going to go through rapid fire and let you know if the things were good or bad. Good. Let me... I haven't got there yet. Hold on. All right. Uh, I watched the movie Colossal. That movie was weird. What is it? It is... Oh, I can't remember his name. Or her... It's Anne Hathaway, and... Oh, my God. He's in Horrible Bosses. He's in We're the Millers. Uh, Jason, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's like a weird indie movie where it turns out that every time Anne Hathaway gets drunk and goes to this part of the park, she appears as a monster in, like, Korea. It's super weird. It's a very okay. indie movie. All right. Uh, I watched The Wolf of Wall Street because I've never seen it. What did you think of that? It's a little long. It's good. I'm in a minority with that one. I didn't care for it. People found it amazing, and I was... I, I did not it think it was amazing. Overhyped for I me. think it's good. I'll tell you how much I bought into the hype. I also have yet to see it. So you just okay. saw it for the first time? Yeah. Ne- it's, it's one of those things that's like, hmm, I'll see it if I see it. I watched the, the Velocipaster. So did I. You told us to watch it, yeah. right? Yes. I also watched I watched it right when you told us to. That movie was trying to be bad, and it succeeded, and it's great. And it's like 72 minutes long or something. Yes. It's a great, it's a great, oh, a great watch. So good. Yeah, it's not good, but it's it's very entertaining. Enjoyable. That's, that's it. Yeah, I watched Fighting with My Family. That movie was good. I like I that one it. a lot. Yeah. that's the wrestling one with about Paige. Oh, okay. Vince I wa- Vaughn's yeah. very good in that. He is. A lot of people are good in that. I didn't realize that that was uh, Cersei Lannister as, as the mom, yep. Lena Headey. And the only thing I didn't care for is. Paige not being able to cut her promo like at the end it was weird. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, all right, have to spoil it. But yeah, I watched a movie I've seen many times before. The movie Fired Up. I love that movie. Is that the male cheerleading movie? Yeah. Okay, it's funny. It is. It's, it's an underrated smart comedy that most people won't get. Uh, I started watching the show Lucifer a little bit because Veronica wanted to. That it's- show is not. Good. Season five is dropping on Netflix, and it's a big deal on social media right now. People, that show has a pretty big cult. Following. A lot of people seem to like it. I don't get it. I 
It's interesting, kind of. I fucking hate that show. Okay. okay. I fucking hate that show, and I hate that show more after it got canceled. It got shit canned like it should have been, and all of the internet sleuths were like, bring Lucifer back, and Netflix was like, okay, fuck you. I only get one season of Firefly, but you get another season of Lucifer. It was before the internet was big enough. I get it. So if Firefly about happened it. now, we would have gotten as many seasons as we want. <sighs> I watched the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. That's... Did you like it? It's, it's weird. It's okay. It's, it was basically the same movie again, which was the joke also. It's 100% fan service is <laughs> yeah. what it is, and it succeeds. I'm fine with that. <laughs> the Ben Affleck stuff was a little funny. Sometimes you're Thomas Wayne, sometimes you're... <laughs> <laughs> the mother's name, whose name I can't seem to recall right now. Uh, I watched season six, <laughs> season six of Silicon Valley. I finally finished it. It's underwhelming. It sure is. The rest of that show is excellent, and season six. Flat down. Yeah, not as good as it could have been. We were talking about the wire a little bit. I watched Uncut Gems. I didn't really yes. like it that much. I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I'm on Team Joe here. I, I didn't like yeah. it. Really? It was so uncomfortable. I think it was oh, okay. Yes. It was incredibly uncomfortable. Pam, her skin was crawling the entire movie, and I was on the edge of my seat, being like. Is he going to win? It doesn't let anyone breathe. It doesn't. No. The viewer, the characters, yeah. nothing. Yeah, it, it's, it, is, it is an uncomfortable movie, that's for sure. But that might be why I liked it. I liked being skeeved out. And the fucking ending was abrupt. A24, baby. Yeah, buddy. That's what they do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tuck away into a little anime corner. I'm sorry, guys. You're probably not going to be able to relate to this. I'm up to date on My Hero Academia. That show still continues to be amazing. You mean that show that really sucks? That show's great. Thank you. I'm not done yet. <laughs> There's a new show called Demon Slayer. I watched the first season of that. That show is incredible. The art style is really cool, and everything about that show is pretty great so far. And then I started watching a show about running called Run with the Wind. It's not like a people fight anime. It's people run track. It's pretty neat. I like sports animes. Didn't know that was a thing, but cool. Neither yeah. did I. They've made anime about everything. Sportame. Sport. I almost think I might like Sportame more than I would you like. You would. I don't know. Because you hate like the you hate the shonen anime, is which speed is racer... young kids fighting. Yeah. So you'd like this better, is I think. Speed Racer considered anime. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Would that be a sports anime then? I don't do, know. Do they? I've never actually seen Speed Racer. Do they Naruto run in in this? No. Uh, oh, that's good. They all run in different styles, like every like you know people do. Oh, good. Everyone's got their own unique gait. And we're out of anime town. Don't worry, guys. Back to real movies. Thank God. I watched The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is a movie I wanted to see for a while. Coen Brothers. Yeah, it's a Netflix original. It's good. It's six little western vignettes. Each one of them are different degrees of interesting. Some of the endings of them are satisfying, and some of them are very unsatisfying. I watched Just Mercy, which was very good. Don't say too much. Not, I'm just telling you, I liked it, and I felt all the emotions watching that movie. Good. I am on chapter three. I will be How many chapters are there? Fifteen? Okay. Fifteen to thirty, somewhere in that Get range. reading. No, I'm going to be done by the end of the week. Okay. Um, and did, you rented it already, right? Yep. So you're good? All right, yep. cool. Yep, So uh, the book is stunning. It, it's, it, might be, it might take the best book I've read this year. Nice. By like a long shot. But who has the who holds the title now? What holds the title right now yeah. is cha uh, Children of Blood and Bone. Okay. Uh, it's like a it's a sci-fi. Um, it was pretty good, but like, there's not enough meat there for me to say that it's great. Like, if they expand on the story, which they I think they have, then it could become amazing. But right now, it's just good. Where this is just compelling and heart wrenching. I heard that. Wait till you see the movie. I can't, I can't, I mean, I don't know. The book could be way better. I've, they normally I've never read it. Yeah, that's true. And the last thing I'm going to talk about, I actually just finished watching today because I had to break it up in two parts because it's really long. I watched Seven Samurai, the Akira Kurosawa movie. It's, it's good. It's unnecessarily long. I mean, it was made in 1954, so they didn't have the same film techniques and so I feel like it was the first getting the team together movie I've done zero research into that which is because it's made in 54 and it's a genre that I know sequel likes I don't know if it's a genre but it's a type of movie and so it's pretty good 
I like it. It's very long, so if you're going to watch it, know what you're getting yourself into. I've never seen it. it Which movie is this? Seven, Seven, Seven Samurai. Samurai. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, it came in two discs, so it was a really easy break point to watch one disc one day, take a break, and then watch the second disc. You bought it? I bought it a while ago. Okay. I got. I think I got it as a gift, actually. Gotcha. Always wanted to see it. Finally got around to it. And it is a very long and drawn out what we've been watching. There were huge breaks in there. I'm going to try to edit it the best I can, but there was a giant fireworks display that we forgot about at the ZTH Festival happening tonight. Next week's going to be tough to record. Why? It's the 3rd of July next Friday. Yeah. Oh, balls. I'm fine with doing midweek. It's up to you guys. I can do any, I, any night. With I me can't. going into the office, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just... Let's do two tonight. Let's talk about Batman Forever right now. You guys remember it, right? I could probably fight through it. Probably talk more about that than this, in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we've been watching. I'm going to recap that again. Let's get into the movie facts for Bloodshot, which I'm going to piece together by opening up different websites on my phone. The movie's name is Bloodshot. It came out this year, 2020. It was in theaters for less than two weeks before the whole pandemic shutdown thing. I don't know what it made, and I'm not going to look it up because I'm sure it's sad. Not a lot. It was like right at the shutdown. <laughs> yeah. Probably wouldn't have made a lot anyway, though. It was directed by, hold on, Dave Wilson. And it stars Vin Diesel. That one I know from memory. Guy Pierce. Oh, come on, phone... What are you doing to me right now? It stars Vin Diesel, Sam, I'm going to say Hewen, Isaac Gonzalez, Guy Pierce, and Lamorne Morris. Sticking to my rule of five. Like it? The score is for Bloodshot. We got Rotten Tomatoes coming in at 31%. Certified right on the mark. Audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, they disagree, 78%. Certified absolutely not. So the last movie a lot of people saw before the... Yeah. yeah. The last movie they saw, BC? Probably, yeah. Uh, IMDb, 5.7 out of 10. And on Metacritic, which it really didn't want to show me it on Metacritic. Like, there were so many options it gave me when I typed in Bloodshot before just the movie name Bloodshot. The score on Metacritic is a 44 with the user score of 5.1. Even, even the trolls on Metacritic users... Don't want to give this a good score, good. which is crazy to me because they do it for everything else. Very true. <laughs> it's true. Those are the movie facts I have for Bloodshot. Let's get into talking about it and give you our general thoughts, which is always a spoiler free because you probably didn't see this movie. Or if you did, maybe you've been excited for us to talk about it. Corey, what'd you think about it? This movie has an interesting concept and the bones of what could have potentially been a great story. With some really, really piss-poor execution. I'm going to keep it simple. That's it. Sequel thoughts? This movie has an interesting concept that they gave away in the trailer, so this movie is incredibly boring. It's the worst trailer giveaway I think I've ever seen. And I didn't remember the trailer when it first came out, but Amazon showed me the trailer before I purchased the movie. Really? And I knew exactly what was going to happen, and I had a hard time keeping my eyes open. This movie, uh, watching the trailer, you know exactly what you're going to get with this movie, pretty much. Like, I'll broken record it. It was a cool concept. I think some of the action is shot really cool in a very interesting way. Uh, yeah, there are two characters that are worth anything in this movie. The acting and writing is uneven in most areas, and that's all I'll say for right now, and we're going to get into our spoilers starting right now. If you haven't seen Bloodshot, this is your chance to get out spoiler-free. Thanks for, you know, sticking around this long, and come back after you watch it, or just keep listening. It doesn't matter. It's Bloodshot. It's true. Let's talk about it, guys. I think Vin Diesel did a pretty good job with this movie. Oh my I god. I think he's terrible. He's fucking in this. awful. Do you it's really? the worst movie he's ever made. <laughs> Seriously? Thousand percent serious. He's, he's, he's very not bad into in this. it at all. Yeah. I must have remembered it differently. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough in this movie. I thought he was like, fine. And I don't think Vin Diesel's good in anything, so. I think his effort level in this was like a notch below triple X. Oh. Minimal. It's like, okay, I'm getting paid. I'll say my lines. That's it. That's that's all he does. That's all he does in any movie, though. Well, fast. <laughs> at least he's like into like Dom's like what he's known as, and he like gets into the whole familia aspect of it. This he's just like doesn't care. Fair enough. Also underrated in Guardians of the Galaxy. 
very underrated. It's a very good Vin Diesel. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. He does do an amazing job in that he's role. He's good in um, Saving Private Ryan. That's like early. He's good in Ooh, Boiler Room. Right. I like Boiler Room. Oh, Boiler Room. Boiler is Room's good. good too. I think Boiler Room. There are so many other things happening in that movie, and so many other people to follow. You forget that he's in it. That you forget yeah. that he's in it. But he's good in it. He is good in that. I think he's terrible. He's the worst thing in the movie. See, hold on. But now I'm going to try to compare it to Boiler Room. Give me a second. I think it's kind of the writing. I think his his character and his lines are just so not good. That's in for this sure. movie. Like it I think that's I think that's what got me is that like they need a not few rewrites. He, yeah, few. It's like what he was given was garbage and he did the best that he could with it and I was fine with that. But like I knew that he wasn't the one choosing to say what he was saying. I wasn't holding that against him. I just I don't like his delivery like at all. He's either really monotone, one note, doesn't care or he's like yelling. And it's, mm. there's no in between. That's fair. Yeah. That is super fair. It's not well written, but he didn't. He could have done more with it, with what he had to work with. He could have made it seem better, but it, it's just very apparent that it's not written well. Think. Like my one of my favorite things about this movie, I guessed verbatim a line that he was going to say. Shit! What line was it? <laughs> it's uh, when he finds out that his wife's still alive, and he shows up on the doorstep. And right before he said it, I was like, "When was the last time you saw me?" And then he said that verbatim. I was like, "I could have written this movie." Yeah. That's, that's the joy of simplicity in this movie. I think that one of the things that bothered me the most about this movie was that once you started to get a snip, like a whiff of where they were going with this, it was, I like, I literally guessed every scene step by step by step. Like there was like, you could have written this movie, same, same concept. I was like, right around the time it was hinted at that this wasn't the first time that he like went out and killed the man that killed his wife. I was like, he's, he's doing this again. And then just every step of the way, it was just so fucking obvious. He kills the man who killed his wife, allegedly finger quotes, 40 minutes into the movie. I'm like, well, I guess we're done here. right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But if you saw the trailer, it's, you, you know, like, it's not cool. <laughs> like, they give it give away so much. They show him making it, the initial kill, and then it shows Guy Pierce going, okay, that's one off my list. And then he, he goes to, like, everyone else. Like, it's like a four-minute trailer, and you see him going to all these different people with Guy Pierce pulling the strings. So you know exactly what's going to happen. I don't think I saw that trip. single time. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I saw that trailer. Oh, I'm but, glad I didn't remember that trailer. Because yeah. I assumed this was, like, I assumed after he kills Toby Kebbell, that like they're gonna be he's gonna get the team together and they're gonna rebel together, but it's no, it's just him against two assholes and yeah. KT, who is one of two only decent characters in this movie. Are both of them uh, wait, which two assholes are you talking about? Tibbs and whatever the the main guys. You're gonna have to describe the Guy Pierce? No. Not Guy Pierce? The the guy who fights with the legs, with oh, the robotic okay. legs. Okay, Jimmy that's Dalton. one of the assholes. And then the other dude that's And Tibbs. Marcus Tibbs, the the blind guy, who okay. gave him the camera eyes. I don't, I don't think that he's particularly an asshole. I, I mean, think he, I think he's just following orders. I think he's just being like the good soldier, just following orders. His character doesn't make sense. He, I'm just saying he's not a good character because yeah. at one point when they're going to like, I guess bring him in, bring in Vin Diesel or Ray, whatever the hell his name is. Sure. He's like, remember, he's one of us. So they're trying to make you think like he's going to be sympathetic towards Vin Diesel, and then he's just fighting him at the end anyway. Like it, yeah. it's it's he, weird. There's, there's no turn. Like you think yeah, that you this guy might a turn like, from him, yeah, a like turn with and... KT, but there is no turn for him. Yeah, it's like they have like the three varying levels. They've got like the one who's like super sympathetic that does turn, the one who's a big asshole that doesn't like the guy, and the one in the middle that you hope kind of pulls over and he never pulls over. So that's fair. I fucking hated that dude. The what did you say? Dalton, Jimmy Dalton, Jimmy Dalton, the one with the legs, the one with the yeah, the yeah. one with the legs. I fucking hated his character supposed to right so yeah Yeah, no no but not only do i hate his character like from like a movie standpoint i don't like the way it was acted i don't like the way the way his character was written and built like i just it's like a cliche every team has that one guy who's an asshole for no reason yep that's him that's him yeah and then they put a fucking set of like mechanical spider arms at the end for reasons i guess i don't to make it look cool. Yeah. 
Really, you had to make that fight cool. Really jazz it up. Yeah, this was one of the most boring movies I've ever seen. It's they're not just, great. There's, there's just nothing, nothing special about it. Nothing compelling at all. Like, Upgrade did this so much better. It's, like, fairly similar. And, like, I wanted to shut it off and put Upgrade on. Because <laughs> it's, like, executed well. Um, I couple of things I did like. I forgot the gentleman's name. But the guy writing the script, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Giving him oh. every scenario. Oh. I really enjoyed that part of it. I wish they uh, dove deeper into that. Because I don't like the overarching... I think it's Eric. Eric? I don't like the overarching Vin Diesel's going to have to take out Guy Pierce eventually. I like the, okay, let's come up with a different scenario each time. And I want to see what went into that. Because they were mostly action movie cliches. And I really like the initial person he kills in the scenario where um, he's like dancing to that weird song and he's wearing like socks of sandals yeah like i'm like i want more of this guy because he's like seems really interesting to me i know we weren't gonna get it and he's totally not like that in real life or real life in air quotes because yeah. it's a movie and guy pierce makes fun of that moment like when he's like talking about the scenario like yeah the he simulation says, he's like while the song cycle killer play right a little cliche don't you think Alright, asshole, let's calm down. This whole fucking movie is cliche. What are you talking yeah. about? Guy Pierce is playing classic Guy Pierce as a villain. Yep. He's basically the same guy as Killian from Iron Man 3. Pretty much. Just in a worse movie. <laughs> and it's so weird because... Like, he's good, but it... It is... The character he, is nothing. Yeah, the character is nothing. And it's so... I, I love the fact that, like, he's this super genius that can come up with, like nanotechnology to make a man essentially invincible but you can't fucking think your way out of this like you just are like oh shit another loose end run the simulation again there's no better way to do this bro like time to fight fire with fire this stuff's in my blood no this stuff is your blood god it's terrible I terrible. That, oh, that terrible. can't be true, though. Like, you, you can't just have little... I like the last version when she just rushes and says that really fast. Yeah. It's like, he, doesn't, he barely finishes the sentence. It is your blood. <laughs> I think... So, I played a lot of The Witcher 3 over the last X number of months. And it's a pretty hard fucking game. So, you end up dying and having to restart things. And sometimes where you die is on the wrong side of a uh, cutscene. You have to rewatch and replay the whole fucking cutscene again, which is just fucking frustrating. And I find myself always just trying to click X through it as quickly as possible after like one or two go throughs. I feel like that's what they were going for with that moment. Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. It is your play. Come on, let's go. Yeah, basically. Because they've all lived it. Yep. And he has too, he just doesn't remember. It's like 50 first dates. Yeah. With, uh, could you imagine? Romantic comedy version of this? Yes. Can you imagine trying to convince a bunch of people, hey, you have to say the exact same things every time. <laughs> like, th- that's such a fucking ridiculous... Maybe little variations to make it their own. Like, in the, fir- in the first time we see him and Tibbs shake hands while he's on the treadmill, and the second time, they fist bump. You uh-huh. know, it's a little, little improvisation there. A little razzle-dazzle. A little razzle-dazzle. <laughs> that's why they're getting paid the big bucks yeah. over there. What did you guys think of the flower fight scene? The what? The first time we actually see him, something I gotta do. You gotta come back, man. Oh, the one's like, how are you talking to me right now, Doc? That whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like and it. You didn't like the actual fight with the flower in it? I mean... Oh, the, in, the, in the tunnel? In the tunnel. About? Yeah, that's that's the best part of the movie. Easily. I think. That's really... Okay. It's really well shot. Like, I like I like the style of that combat. Yeah. Instead it of doing the cool. fast, shaky cam, they slow everything down. In all honesty, I might have been checked out at that point. There's That's no pretty fucking early on. Well, there's no one what's yeah. gonna happen. It's yeah. Just, That's fair. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I liked I liked that scene in particular. Fuck it, I'll say it right now. That's that's best scene for me. Favorite, least favorite part. That's favorite. my favorite is part of that scene. My favorite's the dancing guy. That that scene that he was interesting, and I man, I wish the movie was about him. I wish he was the overarching bad guy, and it was a typical cliche action movie. <laughs> that would almost be better. Probably would have. Yeah, my favorite is uh, at the very end when he's taking down the last guy, and it's in really slow motion. I'm like, is he about to drop kick that guy? And then he drop kicks that guy <laughs> <laughs> for no reason. But again, I also like so they keep talking about like how these like nanites get tired and they need to go and recharge and get fed or whatever. 
And like the idea of them being able to eat the flower in real time to like rejuvenate themselves. I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. But again, it never comes up again. It's not like he finds another way to fucking make that happen at all during any of the other moments that he's using them. Have any of you ever heard of the comic or read the comic prior to this coming out? No. No. But apparently it's like a big... It's a big, big deal. Comic, yeah. It's based on the best-selling comic book story. So, like, if it was, like, so best-selling, like, like we all know Batman The Long Halloween. We all know, like, those famous storylines. So, like, when you watch the movie, even though you know it's going to happen, it doesn't matter because you know it and enjoy it. For this, I didn't know it, and they told it to me ahead of time, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to venture a guess that the comic is much better than this movie. Probably. If the comic isn't better than this movie, then there's a fucking problem with what's considered best-selling. I wonder oh. how accurate it is to uh, to the comic itself. That would be a good question. So, something in the Wikipedia article that I wanted to mention. Uh, it is intended to be the first installment in a series of films set within a Valiant comic shared cinematic universe. Nope. Valiant trying to get a piece of that pie. I don't mm. think it's going to work out. The VCU? Yeah, the VCU. Nope. <laughs> Not going to happen. I Not mean, they keep doing this. It probably will happen, though. Because cinematic universes are just what we're going with now. That's true. But will anybody see another Bloodshot movie? No one saw the first Bloodshot movie. Bingo. But if they have one like in the pipeline that's not Bloodshot but a continuation and that does well, that's going to be the key. That's if, true. If they have a Wonder Woman in their back pocket to save the franchise, then they got a shot. Yeah. Valiant but if they put out another movie of this caliber, eh. Fuck, Wonder Woman's so close. Or was was going to be so close. I yeah. Don't, yeah, it's October now, apparently. October I think now. at some point. It was supposed to be at next some month. Point, it was supposed to be July. We'll go back to movie theaters, but not for a while. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Least favorite, least favorite. Uh, My least favorite was just going to be Vin Diesel acting overall because he's just, like Corey. I know when we start the show, like after the spoilers, like or, or when it's the spoiler talk, yeah. you always start. And I felt like starting, and I was going to say Vin Diesel's fucking terrible, right, guys? And you were like, Vin Diesel's not that bad. It totally like caught me off, I listen. Off guard. I, in fairness, <laughs> there may be so much. There's so much shit in this movie that maybe I just didn't notice. Maybe I just didn't pay attention to it. So, like, that probably is it. I'm sure if I go back and watch this again, I'm going to be like, yo, wow, he is garbage in this. But for whatever reason, there was so much other shit. Like, I fucking couldn't stand the performances of the other soldiers. All three of them. I couldn't fucking stand it. I think KT's fine. KT's character is interesting, and I guess... I think her performance is decent. Like, I don't think she's bad in this. That's fair. I, I That's a fair, fair statement. Yeah. But... Those other two, again, those other two just overpower me with such shitty that, like, it's hard for me to figure out who is and isn't shitty sometimes. No one's making chicken salad out of chicken shit with this No, with this it's script. true. It's just, they read their lines and went home. Yeah. Guy Pierce's performance is the best you can hope for from an actor in this, and it's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and uh, the character we didn't even talk about yet. Wiggins. I love Wiggins. Oh, Wiggins is pretty fucking cool. Wiggins is the best character. I would agree with that. I love that he, he purposefully let the one guy die just so he could hit the the EMP instead. Oh, yeah. I know what an EMP is. I mean, plus that guy was holding him prisoner, so he probably wanted him out of the way so he could be free. Yeah, no, it's the, the, yeah. the plan makes sense. Ruck, Ruck? You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Going. Did you both do least favorite? I did my least favorite as Vin Diesel overall. And I did my least favorite as the other two soldiers' least okay. favorite overall. I, uh, this is weird because my least favorite is sequel's favorite. I think the Psycho Killer dance is weird. <laughs> it gets even weirder the fact that they had everyone do it. Like It was going to be vaguely interesting if it was just Toby Kebbell's character, whose name I forgot. But the fact that they use it for everyone and... I saw it in bits and pieces. I'm like, this is dumb. This is really dumb. So here's the thing. When Toby Kebbell's character does it, it looks right. Yeah. Like, I can see him dressed like that, doing that. Like, that, like, him as a character, it made sense. When they did, like, the next 
assassin target where it was like yeah the, Barris. yeah like the bigger guy with like the beard i was like this doesn't fucking why nah. you wouldn't at least change his fucking outfit so it looked more reasonable you're just still gonna put him in a fuzzy coat hat that man's not slip. wearing socks and sandals he's not and then, like, you look at, like, the list of the other, like, scientists that he killed. And I'm like, none of these other people wear this. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's quite the scenario he came up with. And my other thing that's not really my least favorite, but uh, the scene when he's testing out his strength in the gym. And he breaks the punching bag and decides to just, the best idea is to start wailing on a pillar. I was like, what if that's load-bearing? <laughs> <laughs> It's a pillar. Of course it's load-bearing. It would have been cool if it wasn't. <laughs> the whole gym just collapses around that would have been him. awesome. <laughs> Guy Pierce is going to be pissed about that one. Did they have to repair that pillar before the next, like, simulation? Oh, that's a good question. Yes. The answer is yes. They what? have to reset the whole thing because the he does the... pillar just a simulation? He does the exact same thing every time. Right. So if they had to call in a construction crew, like, okay, guys, you got to make this look legit. Or do they just take the pillar out and say, like, we don't need this anymore? He's going to break it. But he's the world's most predictable man if he does the same thing every time. He does variations of the same thing every I single guess. time. I wonder it's... if she gives him different liquor each time. If she mixes it up or... I think she does. I thought that was a... I thought they, they, they mentioned that or show that. They might have. I wonder if it's like, all right, he punched the crap out of the pillar and broke it last time. Let's steer him away from the pillar. Or maybe they just reinforce the pillar more each time <laughs> this fucking moron shows up <laughs> and breaks the goddamn pillar but he's strong though well yeah i guess that's true With plenty of walls standing around doing nothing <laughs> the load-bearing pillar for fuck's sake bloodshot yeah bloodshot do we have anything else there really no, isn't I, I know this is a, a short one but this movie is so really bare fucking bones. bad yeah so let's stone this bitch and get out of here. And get let's, ready for Batman next week. Let's do that. Oh, yeah. that spoilers! Next week is gonna be Batman Forever. It's, it's Batman it's Forever. I might watch that tonight. They're gonna find out soon anyway. It's true. So yeah, now is the part of the show where we give the movie that we reviewed a number of infinity stones from one to six. Remember this, guys. I do. <laughs> if you give it six stones, you can also give it an infinity gauntlet, which I predict won't happen today. But stranger things have happened, I guess. I was drunk when I watched this movie. Did you like it more? That's why I was like, oh, the Diesel's fine. Because I was shit-faced. <laughs> it makes so much more sense now. Moving on. Understood. So we're going to give you our ratings for it now. And we're going to start with... Sequel, what do you got? It's a one-stone movie for me. It was very boring. I watched it a week and a half ago. And... If I watched it this week, I might have more to say about it, but it really wasn't memorable. I'm never going to watch it again. Vin Diesel's terrible. This is the worst movie. Bottom. No ifs, ands, or buts. There's nothing else in the conversation. He is god-awful. Corey. Two stones. Uh, I'll give it two. It's probably a one-stone movie. When I was drunk, I thought it was a three-stone movie. I think I actually put it in the group. I was like, if I was sober, this would definitely be a two-stone movie, but it's a three for me right now. Uh, yeah, no, this is a two-stone movie for me. Um, because I think that there's some meat of a decent story and bones of an interesting concept that, like, intrigued me enough to be like, I could see why this would have appeal. They executed it so poorly that, like, that's on them. But, like, the the concepts that are interesting within the universe aren't less interesting because they did a shitty job with it. So I'll give it two. I agree. I'm going to echo most of what Corey said. I think with good execution, this is a potential to be like a four stone movie, but it's not because it's just not very good. And there's enough here that I enjoy that I'm not comfortable giving it one stone. I feel like they tried with some of the characters and some of them it didn't. So I feel like there was effort and at least some point they didn't try to make a bad movie because no one does except for Velocipaster, but that was hilarious, so it works. I'll say this also. During this quarantine, I had full control of what I wanted to watch because we weren't doing the show. So I watched everything I watched I knew was good going into it. This is like by far the worst, <laughs> the worst I watched during quarantine. So I, I 
give my review through that lens as well. That's you fair. watched Joanna Man. Is this worse than Joanna Man? I did watch Joanna Man, and Joanna Man was at least had basketball in it, and I'm a sports fan. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I don't How remember. Do you know he watched Joanna, man. You don't follow me. He put it on a letterbox. Yeah. Oh, letterbox. Uh, yeah, I don't remember if I gave it my rating. I'm giving it two stones. If you I did. didn't, and if I did, I'm just repeating it. And those are our scores for Bloodshot. If you want to let us know what you thought of Bloodshot, if you saw it, or tell us how right or wrong we are with our scores, you can do that in an email, zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Good talk. If you want to give us a quick review, you can also send that to us on Twitter at ZTH Podcast. Boom. Oh, shit. <laughs> now I'm off. Rusty. Uh, if you decide to get into a flower fight with your family, take a photo or a video of that, post it on Instagram, and tag us at ZTH Podcast. Please. Hey, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash ZTH Podcast, or search for us in Facebook. Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and an E-S. It's been a while, so if you haven't found us on iTunes, you should probably take this time to, you know, you're, you're probably sitting at home or a work board. Go on there, give us a five-star rating and a review if you want. Do it in the next ten weeks. Do it. You got you got so much time. Yeah, we should probably mention that, huh? We could. Let's just tease it. All right. I ba- we basically just did. We did. Next time, we're going to be doing Batman Forever. Woo! The, the last remaining Batman movie that's not Batman 66. The last movie I saw at the drive-in movie theater. Yeah. I think drive-in's going to be like the thing to come back from the, this. So Amazing. Yeah. That would yeah. be pretty cool. Best thing to come out of the pandemic would be drive-in movie theaters. I agree. Hard to agree. Not, not a lot of good, so <laughs> take it where you can. Exactly. And join us for that. We're looking forward to it. Until then, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie, Bloodshot included. Maybe it was the first movie they saw. Mm, it would have to be. It's good to be back. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Oh, man. What a first episode back, guys.